listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I am your host, Matt Weinstein. Joined alongside each and every week, to my right, it's Andrew Andrew Servideo. To my left, it's the Wednesday Night Delight, Alex Demiris. <laughs> we are fourth, four... One, two, this three, is the fifth four one. Days right, yeah, wait, four, four days away. The two. Four days away. Four days away from Survivor Series. The only time when Raw and SmackDown competitors compete in head to head combat. Did you just make that up? That was beautifully it, it said. It just came to me. I don't think I've ever heard that yeah, before. Yeah, not, not once ever. Oh. Not not even repeated once. You, I don't think I've ever heard it. Such a way with words. I You know, I do what I can. So. <laughs> Let's get right into it. This uh, go-home show for Raw, we started off Stephanie McMahon, Kurt Angle, and The Shield in the ring. I thought this was a pretty good segment. What did you guys think? I thought it was pretty good. Um, I liked the whole... Uh, I Okay, so originally at first I liked the whole Jason Jordan thing, uh, but then, you know, towards the, towards the end I was like, all right, this is kind of annoying. And then when Stephanie came out and she, you know, buried... Kurt Angle essentially, and then the Shield came out and Shield retaliated. I thought that was great, um, but yeah, it was overall it was a pretty good segment to start off the show. Yeah, I think Kurt needed that. I think the fact that Stephanie was really laying into him hard. I think he needed the Shield to come and kind of back him up a little bit, get the get the juices flowing a little bit, and then Kurt showing a little bit of a, a little bit of a mean streak, saying that he was going to break Shane's break Shane's ankle. I really like that touch too. And that, other than that, other than when he said that about Shane, before, I guess before SmackDown, which we'll get into that, but since Kurt Angle's been in charge, what's the difference been between him and Mick Foley? Yeah, none. Yeah, it's literally the same exact thing. Very, very little, mm-hmm. right? And then, that's like, I, but see, but now I like that the authority figure can get himself in the ring and... Like, he, he ha- there's consequences to his actions. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like Stephanie McMahon, who's never going to get in the ring, who's never going to take a bump, who are very rarely going to take a bump, where who cares what they have to say. But now Kurt Angle, the authority figure, obviously captain of Team Raw, Kurt Angle, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, and now we were going to get into it a little bit later, but we'll just say right now, and Triple H, fifth member of Team Raw, they're going up against Team SmackDown, Shane McMahon, John Cena, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and Shinsuke Nakamura. There's your main event, or one of one of two main events for Survivor Series. I'm, this match every day gets better and better. <laughs> yeah, definitely piqued my interest way more having uh, Jason Jordan unable to compete, half due to injury, I would say, half due to public reaction, just the crowd chanting when he got when he was hurt on the floor. I feel like that was a that was a little rough, but um definitely obviously a much better match than it was prior to Monday. Yeah, the the uh the teams are definitely stacked now. Um Triple H replacing Jason Jordan's obviously huge. The last time Triple H was in the ring in WWE, um you know, on on a pay-per-view or on the show was at WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah. right. So, but he's been doing the live events, so maybe like we should have we should have guessed maybe that Triple H would have been in this match, but I had no idea, and I, I was very surprised, and I was very sports entertained. Well, not o- a great great way to put it, great way with words. That not only, ha- you know, it's got to be fun to to just book yourself into the main event, right? <laughs> it's got to be a good feeling. But not only is Triple H in this match, he is also going to be involved in what is being 
pegged the biggest match in the history of India <laughs> on the Indian tour. Triple H versus the modern day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. And to me, this is only good things because all this means is that AJ's holding the title I knew you were a little bit longer Thank than we might think. God. Yeah, I, now I really hope he does. Yeah, me too. And now he and now he can because it's not like you're just putting Jinder against anybody. You're putting Jinder against a real formidable opponent that India and everyone else is going to be legitimately hyped to see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think Jinder will learn a few things from Triple H, uh, especially in the heel sense. Um, but as far as like, so with this with the Survivor Series card, um, you're looking at like three different main events, but well. Two, right? Well, three, I guess we want to count the Shield and New Day. But um, this five-on-five team match is going to be something to look forward to for sure because, um, you know, what's cool about this is that the past four or five NXT champions are in this match. It's uh, Finn Balor, Joe, Shinsuke, Bobby Roode. And so, Bobby Roode. Wow. Yeah, so past four, four. Past four NXT champions, which is pretty cool if you, if you think about it. Um, and then you throw in... Three or four of the most decorated champions in WWE history. Yeah. Cena, Orton, Triple H, Kurt Angle. That's crazy. Which is nuts. Yeah, we mentioned it last week. My favorite part about this is there's only a couple of guys that were in the match last year. There's not a bunch of turnover. You have new and fresh faces right. actually able to compete in this match. It's a completely different match than it was when it was last year. All right, so, you know, we'll, we'll, obviously we're going to get into that much later. Uh, we'll keep going with Raw. So we found out the fifth member of Team Raw and the, on the women's side of things, Bailey defeated Mickey James and Dana Brooke in the triple threat. Basically, what we expected, they were kind of just, kind of just going on and on to, to pique our interest, maybe. Just, but I mean, I we said this was going to happen three weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, this is for who's on Raw. Bailey should be the this is five. This should be the top five. Member. Yeah. I know that we kind of speculated about maybe a surprise person popping from, in from or, page yeah you know page was something like that maybe that's why they waited so long to announce the fifth member for the off chance that somebody could come up or something somebody could come back something different yeah. like that and i don't know about you guys my biggest takeaway in this match was oscar getting involved and just rocking dana brooke yeah. he kicked her head off Good for great. Dana Brooke. Good for her to take a bump by Oscar or something like that. At least she's in a match. I haven't seen her in forever, it seems like. And now at least she was in the triple threat match. And I, I would take a kick from Oscar in the face. I would love to do something oh, like that. Oh, we've given the opportunity. Yeah, sure. Great Dana, uh, Demers is a big fan of Dana Brooke. Yeah. The past couple of weeks I've been talking about her, waiting for her to come back and do something. Need more Dana Brooke, honestly. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, I can't give that to you, but that's not, <laughs> that's not, uh, that's not the worst take. So, uh. Next, we had Cruiserweight Action, Enzo and Drew Gulag versus Kalisto and Akira Tozawa. I think every week I get more and more tired of Kalisto, and I hate to say it, I'm getting a little tired of Enzo with the Cruiserweights. That being said, every week as the two of them go down on my radar, Drew Gulak just goes up and up and up. (laughs) I love Drew Gulak. I've been saying this every week. I'm like, I love Drew Gulak. I love Drew Gulak. He is... Constantly, you know, making new stuff like appear and like all this, all this new like uh, banter that he has with Enzo, where he's like, "How you doing?" and he's like, "I'm doing good, I'm doing great." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's so funny, and that's a nice touch. Is this where hopefully Enzo and Kalisto ends? Just Enzo wins the match <laughs> in the pre in the pre show. Kalisto, you know, just falls back into the herd. Enzo gets his next opponent going I re- forward. I, I mean, really hope so because yeah. this is. 
it's been going on now, and not much has changed. And even all of 205 Live last night was, it was Kalisto's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Enzo and Gulak were throwing him a party. Gulak wrestled Kalisto. And the whole show was about that, and it was so boring. See, that's, that's the whole reason as to why I didn't even watch 205 Live, which, which I mistakenly should have because of that tag team match you were going to say. Again, uh, Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan versus Gallagher and Brian Kendrick. They wrestled again for like the fourth time now. Each and every week, these four guys get better and better. It's, to- it's time to pull the trigger on at least one of them. Yeah. But to put them in the, the four guy- those guys in the ring every week, I'm, I'm happy. So, next we'll get, we mentioned a little bit early, Jason Jordan defeated Bray Wyatt. This was was Bray's first appearance back, right? He hadn't been on TV since getting sick. Yeah, first time we saw him fight, at least. So, and he he did what he does best. He did the job. So, Jason Jordan, he won with the roll-up, and then the post-match beatdown from Bray Wyatt, maybe the shoot injury on Jason Jordan, which, as we mentioned, we led to the... Jason Jordan pleading to his father, Kurt Angle, you know, please keep me in this match. Please, whatever he's cringeworthy. One of the worst segments I've seen in a long <laughs> was, time before Triple H came out. I cringed watching this. Uh, I had to turn away. Actually, my buddy who lives in Atlanta was at the show, and I texted him. I was like, dude, this is terrible. And then, funny enough, he texted me like an hour ago. He's like, well, which part? I was like, no, nah, the Jason Jordan. He's like, yeah, dude, that was it. Was it wasn't any better live? But uh, it was so bad. But at least Jason Jordan reminded us that Raw and SmackDown first first time, yeah, only that's time right. of Survivor the year. Going head to head. How else would we have known? Honestly, we would not have. As we he's would... weeping, walking down the down the aisle. Like, like he's come on, he's man. welling up. He starts crying. Dad, please. Don't take this away from me. It's the only time Ron's like. Why is that what he cares about? And just the facial expressions he was making, I was just like it, it weirded was, out. And so the camera bad. shots, like of just his face, where he's like making like these weird eyeball twitch. I, I didn't like and it. And now, now he's a meme. Just that crying yeah. Jason. No more Michael Jordan. It's the crying Jason Jordan <laughs> face now. Not it. for nothing. He needs to put the singlet back on. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks so stupid and, and and the thing More is, singlets. like, he loses that whole like momentum thing where he rips where it he off. Rips him off. He you was like, eh, for months. He was the best hot tag in the company. He yeah. would pull down the straps. First of all, they got rid of Jason. They got they took him away from Chad Gable. First mistake for him. But now, how are we supposed to know he's hulking up? How are we supposed to know he's getting into it when he has nothing to rip down? Other than him flexing in the middle of the ring, just <laughs> he's they got if I doubt we've seen the last of. Jason Jordan getting a quote-unquote push, but um, interesting to see where they could go with him, though. I I'd like to see them go somewhere, yeah, but somewhere go better than this. So we'll get into Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. Paul Heyman came out, cut that promo. First off, can we just talk about the uh, the she said yes chance <laughs> in the crowd? Somebody proposed. Oh probably the worst mistake. Well, probably, probably the best. Mistake they could have made. Weird time to propose because though. <laughs> Paul Heyman took a shot at them. He's well. He would he say he said. It's at the site of Brock Lesnar. Is the why oh, they did yes, it. Yes. Is why right. <laughs> and then he said, said yes. this. And he said just like getting into the ring with Brock Lesnar. If you interrupt my promo, you don't have a shot. <laughs> I pop huge. It's Nobody great. does it better than Paul Heyman. And if you weren't already excited for this Brock Lesnar AJ Styles match. Again, nobody does it better than Paul Heyman to get yeah. you excited for a match like this. He, uh, he stumbled for a bit, though, because he was talking. You know how they looked at each other, him and Brock, and they were like, uh, Brock looked at him and he was like, one? Because like, he was still on the first point, but he talked 
through two points oh, already. Yeah, so then the second yeah. point that he did, he kind of made up on the spot, and it was like kind of like, eh, whatever. But then when he got to the third point, it was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right, word. And then point F5. Yes. That was great. That was Huge. cool. Yeah, that was, that was great. If you didn't see that coming, though, I got, I got, I got <laughs> another thing. I got another thing. Actually, I kind of didn't, but whatever. I, I wasn't paying attention to most of it. Uh, well, that's that's good to hear. You, you, no, I'm you saying do like, a wrestling podcast. No, I wasn't to the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not paying like full attention. I, I got you. So again, Paul Heyman putting putting the finishing touches on this mm-hmm. AJ versus Brock build up. Uh, you know, I this is I cannot wait for this match. This is going to be something great. So then we had the return, the first match back for the original Shield. Uh, you know, if we if we didn't hear that Survivor Series was the first, the only time Raw and SmackDown could be in head-to-head combat, if we didn't hear that the most during this show, we heard original Shield. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, it's the original Shield. It's just <laughs> the Shield. It's Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Roman Reigns. So they took on the Miz, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Great match, but I was a little disappointed that they gave away their first match back on Monday night. I was kind of hoping they saved it for the new day on Sunday. I don't know. Um, I think it's a nice warm-up for Survivor Series for exactly, sure. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I think putting it on Raw is like kind of a waste. But then again, it was it was going to be on a throwaway pay-per-view anyways uh, for their comeback originally. So, And I think Raw needed this match. Uh, on Monday night. It oh, really, yeah. Uh, no, I, I definitely agree a, with that. A lot of pumping up the promos and stuff like that, getting ready for Sunday. I didn't I didn't mind it. I thought, I, like you said, I thought it was a good match, and I thought it's the Shield against three good opponents. So it's not like they, it was a throwaway match or anything like that. So I liked it. Again, great match between these three guys. Obviously, uh, the Miz, Sheamus, and Cesaro are now all champions. They'll bring their titles into champion versus yeah. championship matches on Sunday. The Miz will take on Baron Corbin, Cesaro, and Sheamus against the Usos. But moving right along, another tag match. Finn Balor and Samoa Joe teamed up, two members of that Raw team, and they took on Gallows and Anderson. The dynamic between Finn Balor and Samoa Joe, it's great. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Because there's no doubt in my mind that once this Survivor Series is over, the two of them are going to have a blood feud. Oh, my God, that's going to be great. And uh, their finishing sequence that they had on Gallows and Anderson was incredible. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I liked the whole match with Samoa Joe. was like, I don't care about this. I don't need any of this. And then, like you said, that finishing sequence – he hits the suicide dive, and then uh, and then Bauer finished it with the coup de grace on Anderson. It's great. Finn Balor, and I'm surprised they didn't mention on commentary, especially Corey Graves or something like that. These they tag together a little bit in NXT. Yeah, they, for the, they, uh, uh, the Dusty Rhodes Classic, they won that first Dusty Classic. Yeah. Who I think they beat Baron Corbin in the championship, right? It was like Baron Corbin and Rhino. Yeah, yep, or something like That's that. What it was, yep. I'm surprised they didn't bring that up, but nonetheless, good match, good, uh, storytelling. Spot for these two guys yeah. heading into Sunday. Great sure. ending too. Joe not even just waiting in the ring, just rolling right out of the ring, walking That's, away. He's all yeah. got a lot. That. Really <laughs> sets up a great storyline going forward for sure. And we'll finish up Raw. Braun Strowman versus Kane. Highly anticipated matchup. And you know they've been building up to it for weeks. Kane's who who's Kane beaten one on one? He beat Finn. He beat Seth Rollins. Is anybody MD else? Members, right? Did he beat Dean Ambrose? Or he, I know he beat up Dean Ambrose yeah, and yeah. Seth. He chokeslammed Daniel Bryan. Beat up the Miz. Beat up the Miz Tourage too. I think right at some point. Something like that. Kane beat everybody. Everybody's <laughs> favorite wrestler going up to this, building up to this Braun Strowman match. And there's no way that this is the end of the two of these guys. The match for the match to finish was it Strowman hit a power slam and they fell through the ring. Yeah. yeah. Um, this isn't over. I hope it. I hope it ends. I hope that was the ending, but I really don't think it will be. It was a good call by you two though. 
you guys actually thought that the match would be this this week on on Raw. Yeah. I actually thought that it would go past it and go past Survivor Series, but you guys called it. And, uh, well, again, I think this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think there's a good chance Kane might get involved on Sunday yeah. to, to to deal with Braun because re- a- <laughs> realistically, who's gonna who's gonna take care of Braun on that SmackDown mm-hmm. side? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of uh, combustible elements, like, a lot from of outliers. outside. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, that'll do it for Raw. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break here. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on 88. No, here on WCWPSports.org. Can you feel the heat? You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Alex Demiris, like always, alongside Matt Weinstein, Andrew Cervetio. Just got through a little bit of the Raw recap, getting ready for Survivor Series this upcoming Sunday. Finally, feels like it's been a long wait, but finally we're... uh, we counted before. We have the math correct. Four days away from Survivor Series. I, I'm still not even totally <laughs> sure about that. So now it's just time to uh, get through a little bit of SmackDown before we can get to our much-awaited Survivor Series predictions later in the show. For sure. So, you know, absolutely. So we'll get into SmackDown. I feel like not a lot went on during this show, but it was jam-packed. <laughs> At the like, same time, yeah. Uh, so it started off... In the backstage segment with Shane kind of rallying the troops. And everybody was back there. It was like, Becky Lynch, what are you going to do about <laughs> yeah. Raw? Baron Corbin, what are you going to do about them? It was, it was interesting. Something but different for sure. All of a sudden, I, I like that I, like everybody's on the same page now. Who have, like Baron Corbin's the lone wolf, but oh yeah, SmackDown Pride. Like, come on. <laughs> But, uh, As he's standing two feet away from uh, Sin Cara. From Sin Cara, they're going to have a match in 20 minutes, <laughs> but, you know, they're boys. So, after that first first in-ring segment, uh, Daniel Bryan came out, he previewed Survivor Series, and he introed new WWE champion AJ Styles. And then he said, well, hold on, AJ, Brock Lesnar's got himself an advocate, so how would you like an advocate? As much as I love Daniel Bryan, this I could have done without this. Yeah. This was kind of cringeworthy. Uh, also a little cringeworthy. I thought he had a few good lines. Uh, n- none good enough to make the show, but, but I definitely think that he had some good lines. It wasn't it wasn't terrible, but yeah, it, it kind of lasted a little long maybe. Maybe it was a little too long for me. I think he had all that emotion bottled up from not facing Brock Lesnar originally in like 2014. I, th- I thought that, that whole <laughs> I time I was, was thinking he should have had that SummerSlam match. But anyway, finally AJ gets the mic. He says, you know... Unlike Brock Lesnar, I can't speak for myself. Yeah, that was good. So, you know, they're, all, they're both getting their jabs in. And and then just AJ a little bit. He previewed that match as well. Again, we're going to get into AJ Brock when we get into uh, our predictions. But right after that, Baron Corbin versus Sin Cara for the U.S. title. I'm digging this new Sin Cara, this, this kind of push for him. I hope this isn't the end for it because Baron Corbin beat him, and this was not a good match. This was bad. Yeah, this one wasn't great, but like you said, Sin Cara has been doing really well lately. The push that Kalisto's getting, I'd like to see Sin Cara get a little bit more of a push like that. Eh, I don't care for Sin Cara that much, to be honest. All right, you're, you're entitled to your own opinion. I don't agree with it. Whatever. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, so, <laughs> What about Corbin, though? I like Corbin. Getting a I little like better? Uh, yeah. Growing on you a little? He. It's funny. I liked Corbin for a while until, I think, until he started with the whole story with AJ and that he that kind of mm-hmm. turned me off but uh he's he's not bad in the ring I love I love when he does the uh when he slides under the ropes yeah, in the yeah, corner and comes, and comes back again I always pop for mm-hmm. that 
otherwise, and at the end of Daisy hit on Sin Cara looked bad. I don't know whose fault it was, but just overall, not a good match. Yeah. Well, what do you expect? <laughs> what well, do you expect? And my issue with it is, you know, all year we've seen great U.S. championship matches, whether it was between Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, even you threw Ty Dillinger in there. But now once the title left those top-tier guys, exactly. AJ, Owens, and Jericho, now it's on Baron Corbin. You hope he can carry the carry the title just like they did. It's it's kind of fallen flat so far. That was, yeah. that was the one common denominator, why those matches were so great. You named Owens, you named Jericho, you named Styles. Well, obviously, three, three of them <laughs> the are best like, in a little bit different so company than Baron Corbin. <laughs> but I think this Sunday we're going to see a good one between him and Miz. You got to think, think Miz, that way. I think Miz goes over there. Um, I'm, I'm glad Baron Corbin kept the title, though. Yeah. I, yeah. As much as people might not want to see Miz, Baron Corbin, who wanted to see Miz, Miz versus Carr, yeah. no, I want to see Miz, Corbin. I we'll, we'll talk about that. So then after that, another, ti- another title match, because you know the the – there were two themes to this SmackDown. One, Survivor Series is the only time that Raw and SmackDown superstars go head-to-head. Thank you. And Thank two, you you're welcome. No, I wouldn't have known. <laughs> and two, that every champion will wrestle the other show's champion if they are still <laughs> champion. We've been hearing that for a while. So Charlotte beat Natalia to win the SmackDown's Women's, women's Championship. Very solid match, I thought, between these two. And then we got the little cheap pop in... Uh, in North Carolina, Ric Flair came out. Yeah. So you gotta love that. And I know I said last week that I hope Natalia retained so we could get our first little taste of Charlotte Oscar at Survivor Series. After thinking about it, I think I like this even better because one, we get Charlotte Alexa Bliss, and two, we get with the total opposite. Charlotte and Oscar are gonna be kept away from each other. It's the way it should be. I think I like this much better. Yeah. And then eventually, leading down the line, sometimes their paths will cross. Will cross. Well, maybe at another Survivor Series. Okay. You know, cause, <laughs> because that's Raw the only Smackdown. time Raw and SmackDown meet. That's right. So <laughs> uh, without another superstar shakeup, that would right. Be the su- only if time. a superstar shakeup happened, yeah. One thing about this, I love Charlotte. She's my favorite WWE women's wrestler. She should be the champ. The after the match, it got a little, a little too much for me. In, I know that they were in Charlotte. I know that she was so overcome with emotion to win the title back home in front of everybody. But, you know, then she starts talking about Alexa Bliss, and then she starts doing this, and then she goes down the down the ramp, and then Ric Flair comes out. It just seemed like a little, just a little bit too much for me, as much as I love Charlotte and Ric, obviously. I, I totally agree with you. I feel like she either should have done that whole big promo afterwards, or Ric Flair should have came out. We didn't need both. Yes, it was a little, was well a little much. Well said. And she even said, like, oh, Rick's back at home watching from every his TV. Tuesday night, yeah. yeah, and like, and then he just came out, and it was like kind of weird. Yeah, he watches every Tuesday, and then Rick's just like, I'm here. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and like, she did, full of it. the thing was, she didn't even look surprised. Like, the whole point was for her to be surprised that he was there, but like, she, no, no, no surprise face. We're, we're forgetting, she's still not the best actor. Uh, yeah. She, <laughs> as, as great a storyteller she is. She's still kind of not. She's not great on the mic. Yeah. Every, every, uh, she's not my favorite on the mic. So anyway, before we leave the women's division of SmackDown, we got to talk about one of the the top players in this women's division the past couple months, and that's James Ellsworth. <laughs> got to pour one out for Ellsworth. Now. James Ellsworth. <laughs> it came, the news came out today. James Ellsworth has been released after probably I get what what would have had to be described as the best year of this guy's life. <laughs> <laughs> Like from last summer, getting the getting picked out of the crowd to rest uh, backstage to wrestle 
Braun Strowman in his re-debut match, and then they gave him a live mic. And, you know, any two man, any man with two hands is a fighting chance. And Vince, and then Vince gave him the nod. He took the ball, he ran with it. He added about a month and a half to that AJ Styles Dean Ambrose feud. You know, he he was great with Carmella for a while. This guy is about to make himself a lot of money on the independents. Yeah, I mean, he's not the greatest of wrestlers, but he is going to be considerably a big draw. He's a draw. Yeah. What a run for him, though. Honestly, from when it started till now. Personally, I couldn't stand it, but I respect the hustle, and I'm glad that he Absolutely. was there for himself. I mean, he really had some push. And, you know, say what you want about him. One of the one of the biggest success stories in a while in the WWE from a guy like James Ellsworth. For sure. So, moving on, we had uh, Jimmy Uso versus Chad Gable. Before this match, the Usos came out. They ran down the SmackDown locker room. It was You know, they've be- they realistically, they've beaten everybody. They're 100% right. It was uh, Hype Rose, beat him. Ascension, beat him. Brazongo, New Day, they beat them all. They beat these two guys, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. This was kind of just a warm-up for the Usos versus the bar. Mm-hmm. And I like that they called back in their promo, they called back to last year's tag team elimination match. They said the last two guys from each team, it was the Usos on SmackDown, it was Sheamus and Cesaro mm-hmm. on Raw. So I like there's a little bit of history. I also cool. like that they didn't mention who won that match because I'm pretty sure it wasn't them. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. they lost to Sheamus and Cesaro. <laughs> but nonetheless, excited for that match. Good little match here from Jimmy and uh, and Chad Gable. You saw Gable, like you said last week, Gable was working the knee mm-hmm. of Jimmy Uso. Maybe leads to something down the road. Who knows? Does this pick back up after Survivor Series? Uso's first uh, Gable and Benjamin? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that title match ended in uh, count out. So I th- I think it definitely maybe could. It picks back yeah, up. probably. And then the Bludgeon Brothers come into the scene as well. That's right. The maybe. Bludgeon Brothers are due to debut next week. Mm-hmm. Right. So or, do you think they get involved in something like this, or they have a, a they probably w- fight Brazongo. They have a, a match against Brazongo, yeah. and then three weeks later they say they want to be their friends too. Is that what we're gonna get? Yo, we get a whole stable of friends. I want tag team I friends. Wanna be That'd be in great. That crew so bad. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys see there was like a StubHub commercial? Yes, and it was the it was Brazongo. Sitting at a table signing autographs, and the Ascension came out. They were wearing like sunglasses or masks, and they gave them a piece of paper, and they weren't paying attention. They signed it, and then it was like a lifetime Connor, friendship contract or something then, like that. It was so funny. And then Connor pulled off his glasses. He's like, "You just signed your rights away. You're now our lifetime best friend." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Connor." And then Victor takes off his glasses. He's like, so who funny. are you? He's I'm Victor. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're wearing the face paint. They're wearing their gear. These four guys are great together. Yeah. Fantastic. So now we'll move it on to the main event of SmackDown. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus The New Day, represented by Big E and Xavier Woods, ended in a no contest because we had the heavily expected Shield run-in followed by the rest of the Laurel locker room. A little late, right? Better late than never, though. I think the whole thing was that uh, there was, like, scheduling conflicts or whatever. Like, with uh, they couldn't, like, make it to one show or the other show, so, oh. like, they would just... Like this is the one show that they were both able to make because they were going to be like at Survivor Series like coming Sunday. But um, again, this is a great uh, way to tie that in and to have Raw <coughs> finally get their retribution after so long after mm-hmm. three weeks. Right, it, it, the whole Something thing like took that. three yeah. weeks. Needed it. I think my my favorite part of this whole thing. I called it. I was sitting there watching, and the Raw guys come out and everybody's fighting, and then I was like, I just want to hear Braun Strowman's music yeah. and ha- and have him just beat down. Everybody, and that's what happens. Great. Before that, um, the shield gets up, stands on the apron. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn 
dip right out of the ring. Love, was, I love that part too. I that was that was kind of turning their back on the SmackDown brand. For at first, it did look like they were standing mm-hmm. tall with the New Day, yeah. and then for the two of them to take a step back, roll out, perfect yeah. ending. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Survivor Series. That's all I gotta say. They might get involved. But yeah, you gotta add you gotta them think. To, the, to the list of people get, who don't have a match that might get involved in some other way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, so that'll do it for SmackDown. Now, uh, you know, finally, let's get right into Survivor Series. So, pre-show match: Enzo Amore versus Kalisto for the Cruiserweight <laughs> Championship. Like we mentioned a little bit earlier, hopefully this is the end of this story between these two guys. And you think about it, this is the only championship match on the card. That's right. That's crazy. Well, you know, because all the other champions are wrestling each other because it's yeah. the only, Survivor Series is the only time when Raw and SmackDown superstars can go head-to-head in competition. I'm glad you had mentioned that because I don't think that we had said that yet and, or heard it on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown this week. So just let's make a note of it that. It looks more like time. a Night of Champions card than anything. Interesting. Yeah? You think that? You think, uh, oh, no, because Night, Night of Champions, you have the titles defended. Well, originally, when it first was an, a pay-per-view, it was a dual-branded pay-per-view, and it was champion versus champion. Or was it called Clash of Champions? Am I wrong? Am I just what stupid? T- what time frame are you talking about? Uh, post. Uh, it was probably start at the PG era. Like, yeah, like 2008, when, yeah. it, when it was oh, okay. Vengeance Night of Champions. Yeah. yeah, that was... Everybody defended their titles. It wasn't head-to-head. It wasn't head-to-head? No. All right, then, head- I'm, then I'm dumb. Yeah, you're an absolute fool. So, <laughs> Enzo and Kalisto, ho- I, hopefully this is it. Uh, after you know, whoever wins this match, there's so many guys in this cruiserweight division who realistically have a legitimate claim to a title shot. You know, Cedric and Rich Swan are beating Kendrick and Gallagher every single week. Yeah. You can't go wrong with either of them. Obviously, uh, Mustafa Ali has had a little bit of a couple run-ins with Enzo. There's there's so many guys, and now you got to even think there's two guys, one new signee to WWE and one NXT call-up. Two of these guys are going to be debuting soon in 205 Live. The first is Hideo Itami, who could be be in a huge program with Enzo, or Kalisto for that matter. And the other one is Rockstar Spud from TNA. He he just got signed, and he's going to make his way to 205 Live in the next coming weeks. Do you think he skips NXT completely and just goes straight to 205 Live? If that's the case, I think so. I think, I mean, that's where he'll be used. I don't think... He could really do much on NXT. That's fair. I agree. So the only way that this feud could end is one way, and that's if Enzo retains, right? Because then if Kalisto wins, if Kalisto wins, yeah. 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 So so for that reason, right? So so what? You're taking Enzo. Taking Enzo here. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I think this is it. Whether Gulak gets involved or it's a clean finish, I got Enzo all the way. It's the end of the Kalisto run. I agree. Clean sweep. Got it written down. All right, there you go. So now we got. The women's five-on-five get to the main show. Team Raw, Alicia Fox, Asuka, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, and Bayley versus Team SmackDown. Becky Lynch, Carmella, Tamina, Naomi. And that fifth spot is a little bit of a question mark. We assumed it'd be, it be—we thought it was Charlotte. Now she wins the title. So you'd assume Natalia just slides into that spot, but she hasn't been announced. They They went out of their way to say, now SmackDown needs a fifth member. Oh, I it, didn't even catch that. I it, didn't see a poster or anything. I didn't know either. I, th- I think it was online. They said they, like, Charlotte was out of the picture mm-hmm. and that they didn't put Natalia in. Yeah. So, do you guys think 
this is where Paige comes in? I wouldn't hate it if they had had her come out on SmackDown. But right. now if we're not going to see her until Survivor Series, until the match. I mean, unless like her music hits and it's a surprise fifth entry or something right. like that. Right, that's, that's how I could see but if that's the case. If I have to read a tweet by Shane McMahon that Paige is coming back this way, that I don't want to see it. I don't way. think yeah. – I think if this is the case and Paige is in this match, it'll be – a last-minute thing. Maybe Becky Lynch will get on the mic when the four of them come out. Something like that. But I'm going to say no. I think it will be Natalia, mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you why. Because if they bring Paige out, you got to expect they're going to put her over huge. They're going to make her look real strong. She's going to win. Oh, this you, Smack- think, you think she'll win? This SmackDown team, let me, well, here's the thing. This SmackDown team is not winning. Asuka is on Team Raw. And so is Nia. I could even see a couple of them ganging up on Nia being able to take them out. Okay. Nobody is pinning or submitting Asuka. Mm-hmm. The only way Asuka is eliminated would be by countout or something like that, and I don't even think they're going to go that far. Yeah, yeah I, I think, agree. Yeah. So I think it's going to be Natalia, and here's my, here's my prediction. Team Raw wins it. Your survivors are Asuka and Sasha Banks. And that, lead, and that might lead to a, like a number one contenders match between the two of them or something like that. I think that's fair to say. Uh, SmackDown's looking a little weak, for sure. Now without Charlotte. Exactly. Took right, a without Charlotte. Took a significant hit without Charlotte. Yeah. Um, maybe we see... I think we do see Paige come in here. Because otherwise, SmackDown's in big trouble. Because it's Carmella, Tamina, and Naomi. The three most, you know, weaker wrestlers comparatively to the other ones. Realistically, in the match. after Alicia Fox... Yeah, the bottom four of this match are Alicia Fox, who's your captain. Yeah. So she gets a little bit of a rub there. And then those three. Carmella, Tamina, and Naomi. I would, I, would, I would put Naomi in the same category as like an Italian or Becky Lynch, but definitely Carmella and Tamina. Yeah. Are. But um, it should be interesting where we go. So what's, so what's, your, what's your call, Andrew? I think Team Raw wins with Asuka being the sole survivor. Sole survivor, yeah. Asuka. All right, Andrew? Uh, no. Alex? <laughs> I wanted to take SmackDown's women team. I really did. Until Charlotte won the belt. I'm sorry. The title. Title. Get Excuse out of me. here. Belt holds up your pants. Title's the championship. I'm going to have to take Raw, <laughs> I guess, too. I don't like how these, these predictions have started. We're all on the same We're page. The same We're going to have to. Uh, well, uh, don't worry. Rather quickly. <laughs> there'll, be we, some, uh, there'll be some hot takes later we'll, on, for sure. Sh- oh, I'm full of them. So, <laughs> so you got Raw. Yeah. Who are your survivors? Sweet. I'm going to say Asuka as well. You guys make a strong point. I'm going to say the final two. I'm going to say Asuka pins team captain Becky Lynch to end this match. Ooh, okay. All right. I'd something like either that or maybe if Natalia is in this match, maybe Natalia. Something like that. Another another tough loss for Natalia. I see, but I think she can take it. I think she Yeah, that's yeah. a really good. And she could use that to go up against uh Charlotte again next next week on SmackDown. Oh yeah, cuz you this Charlotte and Natalia, that's not over. They could put on some more classic matches. Oh, you, you guys don't think it's going to be Bailey Tamina to end this match? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think Bailey gets eliminated first. To be honest, um, I really do. As, as it, much as it pains me to say, I don't disagree with you. And don't be don't be talking bad about I just the Queen like... of Strong Style like that. All right, <laughs> Tamina knows what's good. I've been on the Tamina and Dana Brooke bandwagon, yeah, so respectively. Yeah, yeah. You, hop, you might have to hop on a different wagon. <laughs> so uh, you know we're gonna get right into the rest of the Survivor Series as well as some NXT Takeover. You are listening, but we're gonna take a break. You are listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org.
You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein alongside Andrew Servideo, Alex Samiris, each and every week here on WCWPSports.org as well as iTunes. So we'll get right on rolling the rest of the Survivor Series. Right now we got champion versus champion because, you know, this is the first, the only time all year. Survivor Series, Raw and SmackDown Superstars, dude, they go head-to-head. This is the only time all year? That's it. Really? The only time. That Raw and SmackDown Superstars compete head-to-head. Oh, oh, you didn't know? Is this... Oh, my God. Well, you better call somebody. (laughs) So we got Intercontinental Champion The Miz versus United States Champion Baron Corbin. A couple weeks ago, when when they started, uh, when they announced all the Champion versus Championship matches... This is this was the like the least this match was like the least interested I was in of the Miz versus Baron Corbin, but these two guys you know especially the Miz but these two guys have put in a lot of work to make this match m- mean something, and this is definitely a match I'm looking to see now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's all you got. I don't know how I feel about this match. All right, tell me I'm wrong. I don't care. So, I know, I know. Miz has been like going off on Twitter about how Baron Corbin's not even like shouldn't be even in this spot, and I completely agree. Um, I think they'll have somewhat of a good match, but I'm not really, you know, there's better matches on the card for me. To be able well, to look no, no, to. I definitely agree with that. But didn't didn't you say earlier in the show when we brought up Baron Corbin, you were like, "Yeah, I love Baron Corbin. He's great." I, this, no, I didn't say I love him. I you said, said you like him. I just said yeah. I was like, yeah, I like Baron Corbin. Definitely growing. He's growing but, on me. But, na- like. but now you're you're flat out denying that that happened. Now you're like, oh, I he shouldn't be in this spot. I agree with the Miz. Yeah, you know, Miz Raj, that's me. Sign me up. Like this. Is I don't ridiculous. know how I feel. I don't know. I'm just contri- I'm just conflicted right now. I don't I don't know how I feel. Alex, tell me out. <laughs> I cannot wait for this match. Really? I really, really can't. I this might be, this is like. This is like the fourth biggest match of the night. No, this is like seriously, I think one of the better matches of the night, just because of all the the buildup that's been happening. When Miz calls Corbin the bathroom break of SmackDown Live, that that makes me pop more than anything. I think I love that. I love the banter back and forth, uh, bringing the social media aspect into it. The Miz on any platform is so good. I think we're going to get a really good match here. I hope that we don't see too much. Mr. Oz trying to get involved because we know Baron Corbin's the lone wolf. I want to see a good just head-to-head, straight-up, one-on-one match here. No, I, I think I don't think Bo Dallas or Curtis Axe are going to get involved here. I think it is really going to be that one-on-one match. And I'm going to go with Baron Corbin. Interesting. Good call. I'm going to go with Baron you. Corbin. I'm going to tell you why. Because The Miz can lose his next 100 matches, and it wouldn't do a damn thing to him. Because he will be just fine. Baron Corbin loses this match to The Miz, and you got you just got yourself a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I got Baron Corbin uh, chalking this one out. Andrew, I got The Miz. I think Corbin losing can do a lot for him, and it'll give him a lot of uh, more. I guess like I guess he'll have like revenge. He want, he'll want revenge, and he'll take it out on whoever's next uh, in line for him on SmackDown. Interesting. Be- so he took right. the same take but switched it. Same because you think a loss hurts Corbin, and Andrew thinks that a loss could help Corbin in this situation. But what does a win do for the Miz here? Uh, makes the Intercontinental title great. And defends, Intercontinental like title looks just fine. Uh, but it, He's, it, it defends the I think honor this, of his I pregnant think, wife. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I think I think the Miz has been you know pushing for this title to be something more important because you know it's the only title on Raw besides Brock Lesnar's yeah. title, which 
is irrelevant at this point. Exactly. Com- it's the only are you going to see? Are you going to step to the uh, the realest champ in the room, Enzo Amore, right now? He's the 205 Live champion. Who also competes on Raw. Get out of here. Uh, All right. Uh, no, I, I, I don't disagree. But I'm taking Miz as well, by the way. All I right. just can't. I can't put it past myself to pick Corbin over the Miz here, but you do make some good points, Matt. I do uh, agree with that. I think a a win is bigger for Corbin in this situation. I just don't see it happening. And, you know, I think with Baron Corbin going back to SmackDown, victorious against the Miz, whoever of these matches, Raw vs. SmackDown, whoever is on SmackDown and loses this match, that's incredible heel heat for Baron Corbin to come back and be like, you know, I got the job done. Mm. Like say if it's the Usos or if it's even like even like Becky Lynch, if he just goes up to Becky Lynch, if Team Raw wins, he's like, you know, you were the captain, you guys lost, I defended the honor, SmackDown, something like that. Mm. I think, I think that's where he goes. Mm-hmm. So we'll coming up next, champion versus champion, Raw Tag Team Champions Sheamus and Cesaro versus the Usos of SmackDown. This is, I honestly think this is going to be the match of the night. Really, I do. It's a strong statement. Because, well, sure. Uh, <laughs> the Usos are putting in their best work to date. And to be completely honest with you, I think Sheamus and Cesaro are as well. These four guys, whoever they've wrestled the past couple months, have put on incredible matches, whether it was the bar with the Shield or the Usos with New Day, with whoever it was, these four guys can go. And I think there might be a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. They know that they're not, realistically, they're they're the fourth or fifth, fifth, fourth or fifth most anticipated match on this card. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go out like the Usos did on the SummerSlam pre-show and prove that that you know they're the main event. Whatever, wherever they are on the card, they are always the main event. Does That's, it hurt this match that there's no storyline building up to it? No, I I don't think it hurts any of these matches. I think it's just best from one, best from the other. Mm-hmm. Let's put them in this, see what happens. They, the story's there itself. I think yeah, I think that these two teams are good enough in ring that it, the storyline is irrelevant. But just a little something, maybe, just to have it lead up to it. But yeah, I, for sure. I really, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll do something like backstage before the match happens, okay. and like call each other out, or like get a little fight or whatever. But I think um, it'll be a good match are for you, sure. Are you pumped for it? I'm, I'm mildly pumped. Relatively, I'm more pumped, pumped than I am for Miz and Corbin. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm more excited for other matches on this card, but like, like I said, I think this is the at least top two match on this card. Okay. So. Write that I, down, Alex. That, Write that, that being down. said, relax. You're going to go first? <laughs> that being whoever wants to go. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, start us off on this. I'll go. I'll go. All right. So I think The Bar wins this match. I think they've been doing a great job. They just beat The Shield. They, by surprise, victory. Um, I think, you see, now there's also the point where the Usos have been doing really well this year. And they changed their whole gimmick. Mm-hmm. But I think... Oh, I really want to see the bar win. I think the end of this match is going to be super interesting because both of these teams have a knack of pulling it out at like the last second. Yeah, you know, right. Like a big super kick and For then a sure. frog splash over the top rope or, or the bro kick or something like that. So I'm interested to see how this is going to end. I know you're taking the bar because you're a big bar guy. I, I am taking the I bar. I know you're you right. too. I'm taking the Usos. I want to be <laughs> All right. the sole guy on the Usos sure. right. penitentiary. Okay. But I'm, I'm taking the bar, but I would not be surprised for a second if the Usos win this match. And I think we're all on the same page where we, we just want to see this match. I don't really think it betters anyone or, or hurts anyone's purpose if they win or lose this match. 
No, for this these is two teams. this comes down to like they said take shots. This comes down to arguably the two best tag teams on the main roster right mm-hmm. now. I like that. That's that's what they are. Who? Yeah, obviously you can throw the shield. You could throw the new day in there. We'll we'll get to that. But that's that's what this match is all about. And again, you know, the last champion. No, not the second to last champion versus championship match. Now we got Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte Flair. This is. I'm much more excited for this than I was Alexa and Natalia. I think this is going to be. I think this will be Alexa Bliss's best match to date mm. Mm. because of the, she, she's in the ring with because Charlotte. of the competition for sure. I agree. And you know what? I oh, what do you got? No, no, no I could see. No, I agree. I think it's going to be a great match. I think these two are. Besides Asuka, obviously we always have to throw the, disc, the disclaimer in there, especially because Asuka came up recently. Um, these are the two, um, by far they're the hottest in-ring performers so far on Raw and SmackDown. I'm really pumped for this one as well. I'm pretty pumped for this. Uh, I think, I don't know, I think Alexa Bliss has shown that she's done, she could do well in the ring this whole this whole year. She's been doing great. Um, Charlotte... Just becoming champion is is a different. Uh, it, it adds a different mix, a different flavor to this mix. For um, sure. I think I don't know who wins this match. I'm really I'm really conflicted. Tell yeah, us, me, tell us. Too, I want to know. Think. I got Charlotte. I got Charlotte as well. 100%. I just I just can't see Alexa one on one winning this match. Now, right, and I I have I got something to add, but I want to I want to hear who Andrew's got first. I think. <sighs> I think Charlotte wins as well. We got, we got Charlotte really across do. the board. We, we I don't see Alexa Bliss winning this. Guess what we don't have across the board? A post-match beatdown from Alexa Bliss on Charlotte and a new SmackDown Women's Champion, oh Carmella. Oh, my gosh. Carmella oh. is going to leave Survivor Series the SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, hold on. Goosebumps. She hold could, on. Goose holding. Do you think that she cashes in on Alexa Bliss? No, nah, she can't. Why not? Because it's probably there's probably a rule that it's the why, SmackDown. Why not? I'm telling you why. Give me a break. Why can't we it's do? It's probably it? a rule that the, it's the SmackDown money in the bank match. She's no, she's not cashing right. in on Alexa. On Bliss. any other night, maybe, but not. But on not the when night the night when, when the two <laughs> Raw and Smackdown, Smackdown <laughs> superstars go one on one against each other, it could happen. But, but you uh, <laughs> relax over there. But you gotta. <laughs> I think. Look, I'm not gonna get into. It. I just think. Do you want to shake this up? Charlotte's been champ for a couple days. Five a day, day. Yeah, four days. by now today. Well, now it'll, it'll be four or five days. Yeah, you want to shake it up? Wow, I love that. Carmella is because Alexa is going to lose, but she's got to look strong. In doing so, how about this? She t- she the cheap shot to Charlotte. She she takes her out, and then you got Carmella, newly single Carmella. Well, well no, she wasn't dating she wasn't James Ellsworth. In, in, in no, like what? I'm, she's no longer with James Ellsworth. Yes. She's on her own. <laughs> there you go. Let me tell you, I love that take. There you go. That's a good hot take. That is a good one. That is the hottest take we've had. I'm full of them. That's up there with the Kofi Kingston. It's pretty fire. Kofi Kingston is a hot take. Kofi Kingston is just a matter of when. That's, <laughs> Kofi Kingston is the burning ash of the sun. That's how hot that take is. Right. Yeah, I'll tell you real quick. Uh, I think it might have been Monday or Tuesday. I was I was, uh, I was looking around YouTube. I watched Kofi Kingston's debut match again on ECW back in 08. Instant classic. Okay. Who would he fight? I couldn't tell you. Okay. But uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. No, nah, it doesn't matter. It's Kobe <laughs> we, we haven't seen that guy since. But he instant. And Taz was on commentary with Joey Styles. Hilarious. Go check it out. All right. So next we got we got three matches left. We got the Shield versus the New Day. 
this is this is huge. It's the the hounds versus the unicorns. The unicorns. Yep, that's right. They had to bring that up a couple times too. Yeah, that was mentioned quite. It's a few the first times. time hounds and unicorns can go head to head too, right? In competition, sure, because it's Survivor Series. No matter what brand they yes. are. Yes. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Um, this could this could be a good one again. Quick storyline, but it doesn't matter because you have two just huge teams. Yeah, I I'm very looking forward to this match. I um, think this match as well has a chance to steal the show. Yeah. Um. And and I got the shield. There's no there's no way as much as I love the new day. Yeah. There's not a chance that the shield doesn't win this match. I agree. I have the shield as well. I don't think shield's losing on their debut pay per view of. Their return. Are you going to go with the new day? Demiris. New day rocks. Oh, new no, dude. day rocks. Do you know new. the new day stood in the ring and they said, We are the only team on SmackDown or Raw that never turns against each other. Everyone else, they're flaking, they're turning their backs on each other. Big coming out party, even more for the new day over the shield. I have an announcement. Uh-huh. Another hot take? I have changed my decision. <laughs> no. The New Day are going to win this match. The New Day coming out on top. Uh, no. You know? For real. I I really think so. But like you said, how is how is it going to happen, though? You're going to have one of them lose clean again after Seth just know. took a bro kick to the face and they lost the titles the other week? I don't know, but it's... I'm looking forward to Big E versus Roman Reigns. Maybe some, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna I'm be looking good forward too. to that. Maybe some, maybe we get a little interference in this match by a special somebody coming out of the back. Somebody a little different. Who? Who? Anybody in particular? Or are you just saying? <laughs> you just saying? Just saying it. Just saying it. I, oh no! Of all the matches where somebody can come out, this is the least. I think this expected. is. <laughs> I think this is just. This is a set in stone match. I and and I and I got the new day. You're on the new day now. I'm on the new day train. He's on the new day hype train, baby. Because, well, new day rocks. Day rocks. All right. All right. All right. So two matches left. The two main events. We got Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Kurt Angle, Triple H, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman representing Raw. Shane McMahon, John Cena, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Before we get into it, you think this is main event? Or you think the no, the next no? Match? I think Brock I think is two champions. Main event. I think okay. this. I think this goes get the crowd third, going a little. This goes third to last. Okay, really? They, they have this. And well, because you don't want to have this and Lesnar AJ back to back. Why not? Get, you gotta give the crowd some time to calm down. You got yeah. But what get, if they get too calm? No, they're not because no. that's when Carmella because comes out AJ, and wins the oh, <laughs> yeah, well, no, title. That's smart. I like either, that. It'll either AJ Lesnar goes last regardless. Okay. I think either this match is second to last or maybe um, Alexa Charlotte's second to last. Alexa Charlotte, I think it would be second to last. Right, because, I mean, again, that is two, main, two head champions. So, anyway, yeah. I love that in this match, you can match these five guys on each team up with anybody. You got Kurt and Shane, Triple H and Bobby Roode, which is great. And then, what do you got? Dude, you could go with anybody. Nakamura, Finn Balor, John Cena, Braun Strowman, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe. How about Triple H, Randy Orton together in the middle of the Oh, no, absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, that's who everyone matches up <clears throat> oh, with. Yeah. But you're going to get Triple H. Yeah, you're going to get Triple H Orton. You're going to get Triple H Cena. You're going to get Triple H Shane. This is nuts. We're going to get Shinsuke Balor. You're going to get Shinsuke Braun Strowman. Oh. <laughs> no, which we kind of saw get- last night. Oh, yeah, little yeah we saw a little yeah, bit. About this, but, like, Braun kind of just tossed about, him out of the ring. How about you're going to get Shinsuke Nakamura, Kurt Angle? Oh, see, that's the other thing. Kurt Angle has gone up against every single one of these 
people on SmackDown in like a top tier match, which is crazy. Do you believe that? Uh, wow. Nakamura too. Yeah, the un- that was the unification. Yeah, of the right. IWGP um, Intercontinental. Right. Yeah, that yeah, was that match. He faced Shinsei Nakamura for that he's match, and he's fought these guys. every single one he's of these guys. How crazy is Bobby Roode for the TNA World Title. Yeah. Obviously, he's wrestled Cena, he's wrestled Orton, he's wrestled Shane. Yeah. That's, that's huge. I hope we don't see Cena at all until his music hits. I bet. I bet I bet that's what it is. No, I, I don't bet want he's any backstage I bet he's anything. the last one that comes out for SmackDown. Oh, man. Last or first? Get nah, it. Shane will probably come nah, Shane probably be first. Yeah, yeah, Cena comes out. All right, so we'll get right to it. Oh, yeah. Who wins this match? <sighs> Who is the survivor? Dude, I don't even know. I, I know firsthand. I, this, this already happened. I oh, wait, on, hold on. I watched it on tape delay. What do you got? <laughs> I, I know who wins already. Very confident. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I really want to see Team SmackDown win. And I I think Shinsuke Nakamura is the sole survivor. There you go. But Team Raw just looks so strong. Yeah. Hard it to looks pick really it. strong. Hard to pick so against Raw. here's what I think. I think Team Raw wins it. But Shinsuke is the last man to go out on Team SmackDown. And who's the survivor for Raw? I think it'll be Braun Strowman. Okay. Sure. I'm going to go back earlier in the show when you said that the women could team up on Nia. I think that the guys are just going to team up on Strowman at some point and get him out of I, this match. I think, I hate to say it, but I think Strowman gets eliminated because of Kane. Man, we're not done with that. So on, let's, talk about, that. let's talk about all the combustible elements from you the got, outside. Well, I already mentioned last week you got Orton and Bobby Roode. No, I'm saying like from the outside. Oh, like from who, the outside. Yeah, yeah. You got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Right. That's really it. And, and Kane. And Kane. Right. Right. So, so I I think this will be a crazy match. This oh, match gonna be all is going to get place. so much time. Yeah. I got I got Team SmackDown, and I got Soul Survivor Shinsuke Nakamura. All right, for sure. Yeah. What do you got, Alex? <laughs> Take your time. This is tough. Who'd you end it up is. taking, Andrew? Oh, uh, Team Raw. You got Team Raw, yeah. and you have Team SmackDown. He had Raw with Strowman. I got SmackDown with Shinsuke. I would like to see SmackDown win with Shinsuke over Balor at the end of the match. Oh, over Balor. But I think just Team Raw is too strong to to give this one away. I'm going to have to go Team Raw, and I think Triple H finds his way to the end of this match. Really? Yeah. I it, think I think it's going to be Nakamura over Triple H at the finish. Now, do you think Jason Jordan steps in no, and tries to take out anybody? I don't think so. No? I hope not. Because oh, they kind of wrote him off with the injury, right? Yeah, he's, he's not coming out. All right, so... We got very little time left. We got obviously we're not going to get into a whole fleshed out NXT. I'm going to give you my predictions right now. We didn't do the championship match. I know. We'll do the we're going to go back there. Relax. So I got I got Lars Sullivan over Cassius Ono. I got Alistair Black over Velveteen Dream. <laughs> I got Peyton Royce winning the women vacant women's championship in the fatal four way. I got Drew McIntyre retaining over CN. Ooh, and this one's tough. I got I got Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, and Kyle O'Reilly in the war game. I match. actually agree with you on every single one of those. I'm not going to give predictions. I'm going to tell you what I'm excited about. Velveteen Dream, I'm excited. Reminds me of when uh, Braun started NXT. There's really room to go with his character. I'm excited for the women's match as well, and obviously the war games at the end. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm pumped up for it. I'm very pumped. It, you know, that's that's going to be a great show Saturday. But, you know, last but certainly not least, real quick, AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar. I'm a little disappointed we don't have more time to talk about it. I got Brock Lesnar winning. But this is going to be a fight. This is going to be a very close match. Yeah. This is going to be no squash. For sure. I, uh, I got AJ Styles winning. Really? Yeah, and we're going to end it on that. Well, hold on, Alex. <laughs> Alex can get us there. I'm rooting for Styles. Don't see it happening. Lesnar's going to win, I think. I, th- I think it'll be 
one of the best. I think it'll be the best Brock match we've seen in years. <sighs> yeah. It's going to be good. Give it to me. We need another half hour. Uh, I know. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, stay tuned next week. Survivor Series recap. This has been the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports Network. We'll see you next week.